up? What up? Hey, so this is uh, a Cityscape with the Pink Spot. And we're going to dive right in. Uh, this is the, epi- this is the uh, podcast where we talk about romantic comedies. And, uh, but our main quest is uh, going through the entire series of Sex and the City. So yeah. here we go. It's a, an honorable quest. We're on episode two. Episode two. I don't have the title of this episode because I was bad. At models, at, it's models. Hold on, I'll pull it up. Sex and the city episodes. It's models and something. Oh, is it model, model, modelizer? No, a womanizer. It, they try to make modelizer and womanizer into one thing. <clears throat> no, the yeah, the modelizer. It's not mo- models and mortals. Yeah, I knew it was two words, and it was. An alliteration. So ah, great. Models and mortals. So, yeah. So it opens. It. Oh, it opens. Uh, so I'm just gonna say my first note. Do it. Um, girlfriends know your shit. Oh, for sure. And uh, okay, so it opens up where Miranda, the character, not the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> is on a dinner date um with a group with this dude and and uh he's introduced her to his group of friends which which is like a really that's a really intimidating first date first of all (laughs) like who does that i guess really but yeah exactly and also when you start introducing the girl to your friends that's her auditioning for your pals truly in my book where i'm just like the minute i start meeting another another dude's friends that's when i'm like okay so this might be something he's thinking about right it indicates like it indicates a level of interest in keeping someone around mm-hmm. because you're you're like test driving to see if they fit into the rest of your life, like just the rest of the pieces. And that's why, like, that's not a good first date. No, that's terrible. And she shouldn't at all. She shouldn't have she shouldn't have went on it, but she did. I mean, she was doing she was doing great. She was, she was doing, doing great. great. She was absolutely great. My my first note from it was the this idea of conversations we repeat with our friends when we bring someone new around. <laughs> like the bit of them just repeating their answers to this question that that character Nick had like obviously asked with every new uh-huh. female he bought like <laughs> and just the the like pure annoyment like annoyance in everyone's voices of like yeah Sophia Loren like um, yeah Sophie, like it, and they even rehearse the, the <sighs> psychoticness of them just, I, I'm, I'm so upset by this this opening two minute bit of this TV show that I can't even like speak properly but like the fact that they all have the same that the the same answers like uh, what 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 was the question it was like oh if you could make it with any Hollywood yeah. star, star dead or alive uh, at the height of the, the height of their career who would it be and it's always the same answer with everyone and if i guarantee you and you know me if this were a game that one that one of us psychotically played you can guarantee that my answer would be different well right that's the thing too is and i think that really speaks to just their like their answers never changed like yeah. just how over it they were like i bet i bet at one point they did try to change their answers trying to to, to get to know whomever and then they were like this doesn't fucking matter oh like, my god I, 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 exactly at my that answer point, doesn't matter so. yeah at this point i'm like elvis Sean Connery, Abe Vigoda. Like, I would probably say that kind of dumb shit just to throw the algorithm off. 
Yeah. Like who? Yeah. Don King. Like, just, it doesn't matter. Like, it, your answer doesn't matter. They're, they're, but they're looking at the new person's answer to equate whether, whether, like, is she smart enough for the group? Which is why I wrote down, your girlfriends know your shit. Yeah. These girls, these women, took Miranda in the kitchen for kitchen talk and basically said that, like, oh, he usually dates prettier girls than you. And, oh, uh, well, I don't think that that's, I, that's not really, that's not, that wasn't my interpretation of the conversation. Like, Miranda was, like, they were, they were just helping clean up, and one of them kind of let it slip. Like, I didn't really interpret it as they were, like, trying to, like, say, oh, yeah, by, hey, heads up, he, like, usually dates models. Like, I, I think it was that the conversation happening for Miranda was an accident. Oh yeah. But I do but I do agree I do agree that like regardless your your friends especially like female friends are always going to just kind of like say like what the fuck are you doing? Please oh. stop. We oh, are yeah. not enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, and also like and you you know this like and probably both of us have probably been in the situation where the girl has date where where our friends are tags, and we give the girl fair warning. This is what you're getting into. Yeah. And or I I have been the girl. Oh God. <laughs> That's gotten the warning of like, hey. <laughs> or or the worst is when it's after, and it's like, yeah, we want to tell you. But, which is just as which I don't know what's what's bad. What? Meddling in real time or meddling after the fact. Yeah, we wanted to tell you, we wanted to warn you, but we just had to let it let it be. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, no you, you really didn't. didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's God. You're damned if you do. You're damned. Damned if you don't. If you don't. That sucks. I know but, it. Both you, the co-host, and to the character, Miranda. <laughs> and if you don't. I I like the follow-up scene to this, like little parable where Miranda's talking to the late to the group, and she's like, if a man like Nick is dating models, what chance do we have? <laughs> and it's and it it ties into my second my third note which is the idea of like average looking men dating up all the time oh yeah like (laughs) yeah but yet when an average looking woman dates up it like it stops traffic yeah like it's unheard of like (laughs) Because <laughs> they're, I mean, I mean, every, everybody's a visual specimen to one point, and like, I mean, you're into what you're what you're into too, right? But like, but like, yeah, Nick throughout the they follow this dude just for so the episode much, though. For this episode, I'm just like, oh, please let this be the British lady where I don't have to hear from you ever again. You <laughs> don't. He's 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 one and done. Don't <laughs> it's worry. Like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Don't worry. One and done. This this point of view isn't interesting. But um what Mir- Miranda the character, not the co-host. That's right. It's going to be a thing. It's a it's a thing. So we're going to have to we're going to have to keep this keep keep our our perspectives in 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 check for this but she even talks about like what was the idea like intellectually weird <laughs> and like for somebody who's been the in and you've seen this play out i've been the intellectual beard for a lot of really shady situations mm-hmm. where like oh i get this i get this because like ah right you want somebody who's going to be able to comment on it. You just don't. Okay, whatever. Yeah. 
You want to like, you want to shut the group up for a little bit, but not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, but not necessarily like rattle their cage. Like, oh, this is permanent. Like, you know, and 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 when she confronts him about it, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> like he was talking to her like he was doing her a favor. I fucking know. And you had a nice you had a nice time. You met some nice people. Fuck you, dude. Like Fuck you, dude. You don't even deserve the friends group that you have. Like those people, other than being enablers to your bad behavior, are probably really awesome people and probably and too good for you. Yeah, exactly. What? Like, brought oh, nothing God. to the table but audacity. Like, really? When when they have nothing else, Paige, they have the audacity. They have the <laughs> audacity. And so that's when we get to the concept of modelizer. Yeah. I'm, we're in buttfuck Indiana. We're around Helen Wells mo- models. We're not around like fashion week. Fashion week, like, and also this was in the '90s, so everyone was rail thin, and it was really superficial. But like now, like curvy girls are in now, so like yeah. I, I don't know. Everybody can get, everybody can catch a dick if they wanted to, right? I mean, I guess I don't know. I what stuck out to me in that in the that following scene between the group was that like we have four beautiful women bemoaning the advantages of like being beautiful, like and and this converse like if they're they go through this like it's almost like a play of self depreciation of like, oh, I hate my thighs, or I hate my nose, or I hate my chin, and like, this, this expectation that like, we're, we're supposed to hate things about ourselves, because they're not perfect, and what I appreciated about that conversation was that, again, OG Samantha is like, yeah, no, I fucking love me, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not, there's, I'm not, I'm not going to participate in this because I love I'm, it so much. I'm, I'm fucking hot. <laughs> and like, I know that like I'm attractive and there's nothing I would change. And, and it got me thinking about this idea of like, wh- why, why do we feel the need to de- like go through the show of self-depreciation instead of just like valuing the way we are made like appreciating the size of our nose or like the shape of our thighs or I just think it's interesting and I think it goes hand in hand with the idea of what what's in fashion physically so like at the end you know like at the end of the 90s it was like coke chic and like I'm not that's not to make light of like substance abuse issues but like that's what it was called. I mean, that's what it was called. That's, that's like, what it was. Like that. it was, it was, it was Coke chic. It was like a rail thin body. And and that continued into the early two thousands. Like I think of like the OC and, you know, like the, the primary, the, the primary love interest of the protagonist, you know, Marissa, she's, she's so thin. You can like see her hip bones with her low-rise jeans and that's like the whole point of low-rise jeans to begin with to draw attention to the hip bones and like things like that like that was really in style for so long and I think it you know it it'd be a miss to say something along the line you know to point out how body trends like what's considered attractive that you know there's levels of um Of, of racism in there, you know, oh, like, yeah. you know, the, the racism and like, um, fat phobia and things like, like, the, like it all goes hand in hand, I think with what defines, um, in, in vogue attractiveness. And I think that that's definitely on display in this episode. Of- oh yeah. Like, 
Oh man, the to to tag on to your to your note. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my notes here. Like I found it like the irony of these four women have like just not just in character, but you know that they've been in all four of them have been in show business for forever. Like Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall was was a was a movie star in the in the has been around since the eight seventies and eighties. And Sarah Jessica Parker, like, was a Broadway kid. She was one of the Annies, and mm-hmm. like way back in the day. So, like, th- but the irony of them talking about, um, like, a certain a, a certain portion of being insecure about their bodies when they themselves are now like their images are plastic on billboards and and city buses and like it's it's yeah it's almost it was really meta watching that scene Mm -hmm. yeah like oh gosh they actually hate these parts of themselves and now it's all highlighted by their own fame not the characters but like them themselves as actresses like Um, but yeah, whoo, that was, yeah, that was, that was a trip. <laughs> yeah, it feels, it's, it's really, like, I think, I think something I appreciate about the show really is that, like, yeah, it's a, it's a rom-com show, but, like, it really gives you a lot to unpack in terms of, um, like looking in a mirror really and like assessing what you see and what you think and feel about yourself and how that changes and evolves over time I think um oh yeah and I I just I I I appreciate like something I appreciate about appreciate about it like coming back to it um as an adult versus you know the first time I watched it in like high school and college is just how the my understanding and value of myself now versus then impacts the way I receive the receive the content and understand the content. Um, I think that that's it's just really interesting to see how it's evolved over time. Oh yeah, that I mean, yeah, the fact that like that like I've never seen this episode, never seen any. And I'm yeah. just start. I'm just starting this journey, but like I know where the end game is for those four women as human beings, not playing their characters. I'm like, wow. Like, and uh, um, but also like what you said, like how, seeing how it, it's evolved. And I'm, I mean, you rediscovering it, and me seeing these for the first time after having real bad bouts of heartbreak really negative experiences with sex and 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 positive experiences like it it just kind of it's yeah it's i'm only in episode two and i'm like this is a weird dance i'm doing right now um but yeah um What's your next note? <laughs> My next note, I think, because there's just a lot of just super, there's a lot of superficial things like about the modeling, the, the yeah, with the male model, which which like did not interest me until the very end, honestly. So I'm just going to skip those notes. Um, <laughs> uh, but when uh, she goes to interview this modelizer that she knows and discovers that he's been filming his his, filming partners during sex Mm -hmm. without their consent yeah and like bragged about it and yeah he says did do they know and he's like maybe and then they end up watching some and she just ends up asking for a cigarette like oh yeah this is hot and like i'm just like I'm I'm was trying to put myself in that situation because at that point, if I were Carrie, I'd be like the interview's over. 
this interview's over. And the fact that she never cut off the interview, like she felt complacent to be in that guy's apartment, watching, like being a voyeur and 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 whatever, whatever voyeurism, I I, I that could be an entire different episode that we can talk about later or bonus episodes opinions on voyeurism but like these there's like there was an ethical dilemma happening that that like this isn't funny he has at least 15 dates yeah and and she didn't call him out on it she just watched them Mm -hmm. with him enjoying the content Right. No, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really strange experience, I think. And I, honestly, I think that that is, I I legitimately think it's a testament to the time. Like, I, I think that nine, you know, looking at 1998, um, in terms of where, where things are at in terms of the conversation of consent, um, you know, you're looking at post Clinton. Oh God, yeah, that was um, like right, right during during that scandal. Yeah, and 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 like and I and and I I think that it's one of those moments of how much the conversation has changed in the last decade and a half. You know the the last 10 years alone in terms of what the con you know the conversation is around consent and what that looks like and um and also holding people accountable when they do things that are inappropriate and wrong and and a violation of someone else's autonomy and um ability to to know what's going on and what they're participating in and um yeah, no, it's a really, I think those are some of the moments that I think are really hard to digest, like as an adult, because it, it's so inappropriate, like oh, it's yeah. so inappropriate. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name any names, but like a friend of mine, um, her boyfriend did that and then posted that he got mad at her and then posted them on Pornhub. Yeah, revenge porn. Yeah, revenge porn is a real thing. Yeah, and like, and this like this completely. I mean, she moved states. Like she, she like defriended every mutual friend that like she's like yeah like is she like this like she had to like pack up and go completely change your life completely change your life because of this because of this um bad situation but like and me knowing knowing the end game because i was one of the people who got cut um in the friendship because i just happened to know the dude um which but i mean that's that's here or there i didn't i you know yeah yeah, um, but uh, she ended up. She just she told me why I was being cut. So like, and I I understood. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, you don't want. And she it's one of those did, things that you can respect, but it also hurts and sucks. Yeah, yeah, but also I don't think she. I think how she spun it is that she didn't want him to find her through anybody he was he was already connected any mutual connection so like okay okay, yeah go for it go have a nice life i wish you well um but um yeah like but but um how that yeah well knowing knowing what that kind of uh knowing what what the consequences are for that from somebody who i know who had been through that like Carrie just lighting a cigarette and being like, "Oh, this is hot." It's just like, "Nah, fuck you." Like, yeah. <laughs> like well, fuck you. I mean, from like personal experience, like obviously, as as a as a millennial human being of the digital age, like I can say I have taken a few scandalous photos for 
a partner or two and can like of my own volition as an adult have sent them to that person. And, um, <laughs> there, <laughs> I'll never forget this because it was such a wild experience. Um, but there were like a few photos I took of myself when I studied in Spain, which would have been like 2014. And I sent them to someone and didn't really think anything of it after that point of time. And this is when I still, so I still had an Instagram in like 2018 or 2019. And my, I had, it was public for a period of time and someone started following me like that I didn't know was from like a different state and would like DM me from time to time. And then they responded to a story I had uploaded on Instagram. Like I was, it was summertime and I was in a swimsuit and this like stranger responded to the story and was like, Oh my God, I've seen that tattoo before. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like it's a fairly, it was um, like my first tattoo ever and it's on my right side and whatever. And <laughs> they're like, I've seen that tattoo before. And I was like, Oh, yeah, like it's, I feel like it's pretty common design. Like it's a treble and a bass clef in the shape of the heart. Like, and they're like, no, like I've seen it here. And they sent me a link to a porn site that had my photo. You couldn't see that it was, you wouldn't have known it was oh me. Oh my God. My, my face. <laughs> But it was nervous laughter, not like, haha, you're no, on the porn site. Like, no, like, and but and like the the things I'm thankful for. Okay, I took this photo as an adult, <laughs> so like it's not underage child sex abuse materials. Yes. Um, I I don't remember the exact person that I sent that photo to, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who decided to upload this I mean I'm just thankful that my face isn't in it and that my body's changed and but like I immediately like blocked this person and and then eventually to say and then and then left Instagram like within that same year so oh my god um, I was about to say there's like is that person a pervert or a good Samaritan I don't know anymore all, all of, well, and so I think it was honestly a fake Instagram. Like, I think it was a Finsta of someone else. Okay. And so, like, yeah, like, I don't think it was a real person, um, just based off of, like, the profile itself. And this is part of the reason that I've, like, left most social media, because I just think it's a really dangerous, unhealthy place to be. Different story. But anyway, um, all of that to say that, like, that still was not like with my consent. Like I did yeah. not consent to that photo being distributed simply because I gave it to someone else, like in a private, private yeah. context. And I, and like, I think that, you know, this relates even to like what happened with Kellyanne Conway and her daughter. Like, I don't know if you followed any of that, but like simply taking a, like taking a photo of yourself and sharing it in a private context does not equate to mass distribution in a public forum. Yep. And I don't, and, and shaming, shaming the person who, per, who took a photo simply because like, well, you took it. So what did you expect? Like that is victim blaming 101 and not appropriate. And I think is really gross. Like, yeah. And also like you have like a, there's a certain contract or a silent contract, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe having a verbal contract with the person, Hey, I'm going to send you a picture. But this is between us. Right. Right. But people, I think, right, yeah. and and I think it's just, it's really but unfortunate. that's not natural. That's an unnatural contract to have, but, like, it, my, no, I mean, I think there are, there are plenty of unspoken contracts, social contracts that we participate in, like, 
those are those are real things. Social contracts are mm-hmm. a thing. It parts how we, it what's it's what dictates so much of our like public interaction when we used to have that in pre-COVID times. Like, yeah, but now it's not it's not an unreal thing. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyways, Carrie is yeah, Car- doing some Car- fucked up shit with Carrie the voyeurism. Sucks in this episode just a well in that moment for sure in that moment um my next my next uh speaking of people who suck uh my next note is skipper basically strong arming carrie to call miranda because miranda the character not miranda the host that's not called Skipper back. Oh my god. It's one of those moments, like, again, like, Skipper is the fucking worst. He is, he is this, this guy who thinks he's nice, and therefore that entitles him to, like, time and attention that he's oh, yeah. not, he's not entitled to. And then when he doesn't get his way, but I'm a nice guy. Like, why aren't you, why aren't you interested in me? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you doing these things? I'm nice. I like you. Like, it's a petulant child reaction. And also, like you said it in in our, when we were talking about the episode um, before this, like, it's, it's really possessive in a way like yeah like yeah like out of everybody I mean yeah like big has like this toxic seduction but he has always been very hands-off and has always let you know whatever whatever's gonna happen at this point but like out of the two dudes that keep on threading their way through like like skippers just like strong arming this relationship because he just wants anything i don't yeah i don't think yeah that's the thing it's like i don't even think that he wants her i think he wants anything mm-hmm. yeah and like Mar- yeah and miranda the the character not miranda the host i don't know i i mean uh they, they they bump into each other at the convenience store and and that's also a weird thing because he's like, You never called me back and she's just like, Well, I've been really busy, you know, because we we I mean, we, come on, every girl has done the I'm I'm kinda busy. Well, also, like, she's you know? a fucking like she's a lawyer. Yeah. And as a lawyer, I can say yeah, like I've been fucking busy all week. I like I can't. I I think it's different, a little bit different now with cell phones and being like cell phones mm-hmm. that that text and like that like have that immediate back and forth if you want it. But like in 1998, like unless you had a, like that kind of technology, which most I from my understanding, most cell phones did not. Like they they nope. didn't have that kind of screen. Like you could have a pager, maybe. Yeah. Um, but like it, w- they were simply to call. And if you're busy, like I don't owe you anything. We made out, okay. And that was like something that really irritated me about his conversation with her. He's like, "Well, do you do that with every every guy that you meet?" It's like what? No. It's like no, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, I don't make out with every guy I meet. You kissed me. I decided to kiss you back and and continue making out with you. I didn't take you home. But also, like, even if I did, that still doesn't mean that you're entitled to my time and intention immediately. Like. Oh, yeah. Like. You're not. It's. It's scary. Like his behavior is scary, and and uh, part of me was like, "How did like did he had to have like known that that was her bodega?" Like part of me is like, oh. 
he oh, like God. figured out that that was her bodega and stalked her there and like he had to have or yeah. like asked asked Carrie like where where she shops normally yeah like, New York is a big city yeah that you're not gonna bump it yeah that 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 was another note that I had is that they big and big bumps into this is the second time she's bumped it like like later on this episode she, she seems like at the bar a lot a lot where I'm like why what the hell's happening because he he does not work in the district that they are hanging out with like like and but yeah she it's uh, Skipper is yeah, so going home with her and and it's just like it. like I I, yeah, I don't like it I don't like it because like this is a bit like he's strong arming her into her relationship I hate it and she is just I she she's just going with it well it's and, like it's like Carrie says in the in the episode like Miranda just couldn't resist the reflection she saw in Skipper's slightly smudged glasses. Like he uses that line of you're, I think you're luminous. Oh, and she just smiles. Cause, Oh, it's an SAT word. Maybe this can work out. Yeah. Which that's I a, got. That's, that. that's it. That's a unique descriptor. And that like that, you know what? Like shit, that'd probably fucking work on me. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I was just like, yeah, that would work on me. You think like, I'm? You think I'm luminous? I like luminous. You wow! Thick words, and you read. This oh. is a well. Oh, you're a well-read motherfucker. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, because the way to peace God's heart is through her head. So this is yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, oh. You're Apparently, the way to my heart is to just make me feel like I'm worthless. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Are you emotionally unavailable? <laughs> then I'm probably interested in you. Oh god! Oh man! <laughs> I don't know what I'm into anymore. I just, I don't have a clear scope of anything. It's no, it's okay. Land. And like I said in episode one, I'm a fucking artist <laughs> i don't need you um just collect muses just i just collect me oh that's sad <laughs> oh you just collect muses <laughs> oh man that cut me to the quick no, I think it's true because I think it's I think no, I think it's funny cuz there's 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 some truth behind it. It's all right. I had... Can I can I actually I'm going to write that down cuz I think that's going to be the episode title. Collect muses. Oh. oh Anyways, so back to the modeling club. So Carrie and Samantha, the most the most uh, badass woman on the face of the planet, mm-hmm. go to fashion go to fashion shows. Um, and uh, the modelizer who films uh, films his sexual escapades without consent is sitting right behind. Mm-hmm. And Bartley. Yeah, Bartley? That's his fucking name. Bartley or Barkley? Barkley, like a dog that oh, he is. Oh, like Charles Barkley, the basketball player. That's another okay. yes. <laughs> Charles Barkley is not a, a modelizer, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't um, know. He might be. What if it? What if this character? Now I'm just switching the character. Like, what if this character were played by Charles Barkley? I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. No, Wait, but not Charles. Really- 
but not Charles Barkley, like as Charles Barkley, but Charles Barkley's like monster from Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) I think (laughs) so dumb. (laughs) We got jokes. We got jokes. Dumb jokes. Oh God! Oh. Yeah. Fashion Week and yep, and the goblin and that giant monster goblin named Bar- Barkley <laughs> is sitting behind Carrie and Samantha. Samantha's like at Fashion I, Week. Samantha finds out there's a challenge to be had with Barkley. He only sleeps with models, and he videotapes them. Samantha's like. Uh, I'm fucking in. She's just like, yep, let's do she, it. She's like, oh, <laughs> you think you only sleep with models and you only videotape sex with models? Bet. <laughs> and then what does she do? Gets she it all. Takes that dude home and, and then direct contact direct eye contact with, with the, camera, the camera the and whole time. just digging it. She's just like, yeah. Yeah, I got him to film me. Just plus pray, play, baby. Yeah, like, see, that's, see, if the girl asks to be filmed, there that's you go. There that is you acceptable. go. Or you hear that, go back that's to called- called affirmative consent <laughs> go, back, in. go back to loser planet in space jam and tell all the goblins that that's what consent is okay yeah. barkley take, take that monster barkley <laughs> hit him high hit him high hit him high hit him high hit him low hit him low <laughs> And then Bill Murray comes in and saves the day. I could be of some assistance. Can we just like Bill Murray doing like a a, a PSA of, of sexual consent? I mean, I think I think no one would complain about that at all. And if it were filmed by Wes Anderson. I would love that. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, so my last note for the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> back, back to the task at hand. There was no way to segue. <laughs> we just shoot we my just, throat. We just got, okay, anyways, continue. Let me, me take a free throw mm, here. Yeah, <laughs> Weird basketball metaphors. Great. I love it. Uh, so my last <laughs> note for the episode was literally, I'll just read what I wrote. What the fuck, Big? Late from meeting, but still made it a point to stop in to the coffee shop and say, essentially, there are so many beautiful women to sleep with in so little time, but eventually you just want a normal looking woman who makes you laugh. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. literally... The entire point of his conversation, like, hey, first of all, I know you come here to work sometimes because you told me last night. Also, second of all, I'm totally late for my job, but I'm coming here anyway because you saw me with a model last night and I could (laughs) see I could see the pain across your face. as I walked away. So I just need you to know that like, while I do sleep with beautiful women regularly, because I'm a rich white man in New York City in 1998, I will get tired of this eventually. So if you will just hold on until I'm ready to be with someone who makes me laugh. Oh God. I just said Yeah, and also, also this, the, yeah, I I'm very aware that this coffee shop is in is in Washington Heights, so I have to take three tra- trains to Tribeca to actually get to my office. But I went out of my way 
Well, he doesn't take the train. He gets dressed. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. I he doesn't look, take a train. So I have. They've established episode one. They established that oh. he gets driven everywhere. Oh, never mind. In my brain, working class Mister Big imposes on all of the personal spaces. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's not working class. He's like white collar. Oh no. I mean, no, the man. Not. The man is filthy rich. Like I like. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe he even took the time to stop into the coffee shop in Washington Heights. Yeah, because you know he he buys fifteen dollar cups of coffee, not like that seven dollar shit that she's drinking. Not that that's seven dollars, seven dollars shit. Good. I'm sure it's a great cup of coffee yeah. where she's at. Cheap cup of coffee. Uh, to lead in on your note, um, yeah. after d- d- be with somebody who makes you laugh, I put. How does he keep finding her? <laughs> like, and then you answered all of those questions for me mm-hmm. because, like, oh, she drops little hints and mm-hmm. he listens to them. Well, he 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 specifically asks, like, and that's the thing too is that like he he went out of his way to find out. Okay, so when you're writing, where do you write? Do you have an office you go to? And it's like, no, I write at home or I write at this coffee shop. And like, that's on purpose. Like that is, that's, he's info gathering to like find out where she's at so that he can continue this, whatever this is, this dropping in, like just conveniently finding her to say bullshit. Like, Hey, like, yeah, you saw me with that hot chick. I totally slept with her, but like, you are interesting and I'm not really ready for that yet, but hold on. Cause I'm going to want that eventually. Oh, and God. like, that's, and that's the, and I understand that maybe I'm projecting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh dear God. But, but I, but I as don't I, know what's going to happen. So as, as I no, but as I get older though, like that's such a, that's such a real moment of like, Mr. So, like, the the character of Big, right, is, like, he's a little, he's older than Carrie, mm-hmm. he's far more established in his career, and um, just, like, who he is as a person, and, like, and he, he, like, you describe him as imposing, and he, like, absolutely is, like, he just is, it, he comes in and takes the space of the room because that's what he that's who he is like and it's men like that that I think are just like really dangerous oh yeah that's I mean yeah romantically like this romantically dangerous yeah like oh man like like yeah I I, I yeah like I I could see like this dude ha- this is red flag city we are driving in. It's just and it you just don't, but you don't know what red flags are there but you know you know that like uh this is he's got the right thing to say at the very right moment. Just p- putting the reel out and slowly bring it in and it like you know, speaking of red flags, like there's a, there's a quote from Bojack Horseman that I really like. Um, and it's, you know, none of, it's essentially like none of the flags look red when you're wearing rose colored glasses. Oh, absolutely. Like all of the flags just look the same when, when you're, when you're looking at them with us, with different eyes. And I, I think that like, What's frustrating about Big is that he is written to be, obvi- like, obviously the the ultimate romantic partnership we yeah, want to see. Answer to all of her problems, right? Like, yeah. But he's but he's he's so manipulative from the start in terms of the game he's playing, like. I, yeah, I think, I think, like, and also, like, if I can project what I, what I get out of it, what I'm getting from him. The whole point of this podcast, so yeah, please do. like, what I'm, like, what I, even from, like, 
particularly with this episode when he goes out of his way to do want to do want she's going to project she's going to to interpret that like oh he's just being really nice going out of his way and talking to me oh what and and really like and and like um i think about like four years ago four or five six years ago i made an agreement with myself that like i'm going to not or i'm going to make a means to avoid situations with people who pick and choose when they want to love me Mm -hmm. and he is definitely picking and choosing his moments now it's not really anything at this point but like if this is what I mean, if this is the her be all end all relationship, he I mean, he he picks and chooses and that's like I mean that that's being inconsistent and what do we say in episode one? Be consistent. You don't have to be perfect. You just Just have to be consistent. Jesus. All right. I think that's that we did it. We did it. All right. Okay, so uh yeah um uh yeah if you wanna if you have any questions or comments or or uh sweet nothings to put sweet in our inbox. Muff- nothings tell us that we look pretty we got cityscape font at gmail i'm at pageless scott on instagram i'm at miranda narig on twitter because I don't have any other social media. Is it is it Cityscape Pink at oh. Gmail? Oh, am I saying the wrong thing? I just made this this email. Cityscape. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I knew you were a lawyer. Lawyer. I keep on saying. Oh yeah, it's Cityscape Pink at, at gmail.com. Gmail. I we said I, it right in the first episode, so oh, we're I set did. there. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cityscape Pink. Okay, so I can you tell I was drinking a little bit during this episode? I liked it. Yeah. I think I'm, I like I said I'm gonna have a themed cocktail next time. Oh, so. I'm just gonna drink the same old red wine. Yeah, red red wine. Stay close to me. All right. Also, can we just look at sugar? <laughs> Oh, your dog? Your dog's yeah. in the background. <laughs> Look at her being an idiot. Okay. She's ready for bed. Okay. Wait. This was this was great. Everyone, send us an email. Shoot us a, an Instagram or tweet. tweet. It'll be fun. Have it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.